T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And we are back with uh, Beach and Company. Just a reminder, the uh, next trip with Dan Neverth and I and uh, AAA uh, will be August 14th through the 24th, the Russian trip. The ship is sold out, so that's closed, uh, not available anymore. But August 14th through the 24th of this year on the Viking Orion. And we're going to Alaska. I'll tell you more about it a little bit later on the show, but you have not seen America unless you have seen Alaska. I don't know if you saw the debate last night. I did. And, uh, boy, uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren came out with guns blazing. And, uh, uh, Bloom, uh, uh, you know, Bloomberg, uh, $60 billion or not, seemed like he was totally out of place on that uh, there. Now, he was the mayor three times in New York City, uh, and you would think he would be a little bit more used to it, but he looked like a lost, a lost person on there. Everybody else was going after him. He knew that was going to happen. He seemed ill-prepared, and I'm thinking if he can't uh, can't deal with these, uh, how about foreign relations? Imagine him sitting down with Putin, because I can't. Let's go to, uh, unless he bought him off, uh, Angelo in Niagara Falls. Angelo, you're on WBEN. Hi, Sandy. Great show, as always. Thank you, Angelo. What do you want to add to it? Make it even greater. Well, it's not going to be much, but... I did not watch the debate. I watched the President Trump rallies. Oh, I saw part of it as I switched back and forth. I've never missed one. And then later I stuck on Fox and they showed clips of the debates. And I don't know. I just cannot see any of them objectively beating Donald Trump. No, and they have a survey here, there, that says that every one of them could beat him. I, I Believe me, I wouldn't have paid for the survey after I got it if it showed that. That is so funny. I just can't see it. No, with, the, with Trump, you got thousands of people on their feet. Also, the thing that I love about Trump rallies, they're patriotic. You don't see uh, you don't see any patriotism from the Democratic candidates. None. You're lucky if they have a little flag pin in their lapel. I was just going to say that no flags, nothing. Nothing. It, it's like uh, uh, they're uh, uh, trying to be president of Fredonia, and they're up against Groucho Marx in the big election. I'm voting for Groucho. I am too because I think part of them are funnier than Groucho. Hey, thanks, Angelo. Thank you very much. Glad uh, glad he watched. Well, he didn't watch. He uh, he watched uh, the the uh, the rally. You you'll notice he has rally to distract from the uh, from the debate. Uh, he's Trump is a master at at this kind of stuff. He's really good. And somebody said and he's I, doing it in states, by the way, that are blue. Uh, yeah, I mean he's he's uh, he. This is well prepared. Where is it? I've already scrolled past it or something. Let's see, because it says I was talking about. Bloomberg being more than elitist. He looks down at elitist. That's that's where he is. Uh, that's where he thinks he is. And then so, and I was uh, uh, casting uh, aspersions of that. Somebody texted, uh, "So, you don't think that uh, you don't think Trump is elitist?" blah 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 blah. Trump uh, doesn't have the money Bloomberg has, but he certainly got enough. 
He doesn't act elitist at all. No. I don't think he does at all. But the left says he's a dictator. Oh. I saw that one last night. Well, uh, well, I think uh, Bloom is part of that, part of being a dictator. I think he's a tater. <laughs> oh, you think he's a dick? Okay, thank you very much. A dick and a tater. You said it. <laughs> now that's dinner. Grandpa, what's for dinner? It was shake and bake, and we helped. We helped. We helped. Okay. Uh, no, I don't think I don't think that uh, Trump acts like uh, an elitist at all. No, I think that's part of his charm. And you know what? Look at money. Okay, Bloomberg's got more money than Trump, but Trump's got a lot of money. He's not and, broke. No, he's not. They both do. You, every time you talk about Trump, you don't talk about his money. When you're talking about Bloomberg, that's all you talk about is his money. That's all. Nobody talks about anything else about Bloomberg that's positive except his money. Can you find anything positive about him? But with him? Trump, it's not like that. People no. like him. He's a real guy. He uses real, real language. I bet he has said words that no other president has ever said publicly. You know why? Because he's one of us. That's the way he talks. That's why we elected him. The others probably talk like that behind the scenes, but they don't, uh, they don't show themselves uh, the real side of themselves. Uh, they have a, an image they want to sell, and that's it. Trump just goes for it. He's liable to, he would have been a good Mississippi River gambler. I think if he was around uh, when the uh, when the paddle boats were going up and down the Mississippi, uh, is, uh, he would have been a great Mississippi gambler. Look at the contrast of last night. You had the Democrats on stage, and uh, by all accounts, it was described as ugly. Then you go to Trump's rally. You have two patriots carrying a World War II vet down to aisle. his uh, yep. down to his seat, and it was beautiful. It was. There are times when you can get so excited at a Trump rally, it can also bring tears because you see the, the optics there. And it's, you know, it's something special. And I think that's what makes him special. There was a post and it's been circulated on both Facebook and Twitter. A woman who described herself as liberal Democrat decided she was going to attend a Trump rally. She was warned by her friends uh, how violent it's going to be, this and that. She says she went there and was totally blown away at how nice uh, people are, the energy. And uh, somebody released a statement, something like, you know, uh, the Dems are going to get their butts whooped I, after this i like that quote you took out of the internet uh, to start the show with that the bloomberg brought a wallet to a knife brought fight a wallet to a knife fight that is a great line okay let's go to uh bill on a cell phone bill you're on wben yeah hi i just wanted to make a quick comment if i could sure uh if i was bloomberg i would have been much more aggressive with uh Pocahontas there. Yeah, with Elizabeth Warren, sure. All, all the lying that she's done and everything, I would have thrown it right back in her face. I would have asked Joe Biden if he knew where he was. I would have. He, he did address Bernie being a communist, which was amusing. And last and certainly not least, I would have gone after that Klobuchar for having that one eyebrow halfway up her forehead. Well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to be mean, but she needs a new, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, maybe she could use a, a mower or something like that. She looks like that mini-me from that movie with that one eyebrow way up there. I, <laughs> You're a funny guy, Bill. I like your quotes. Thank you. That's all I got. Have a good well, that was a good one, Bill. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's it's optics, it's image. Uh, they But you got to have substance, too. I think they all had uh, uh, talking points they wanted to do, and, and they understand that 
they had to go after Bernie and they had to go after Bloomberg for sure. Uh, it's like um, when the great bank robber Willie Sutton was asked why he robs banks, he says, that's where the money is. In this case, why do you pick on, um, uh, why do you pick on Bloomberg and why do you pick uh, certainly on Bernie? That's where the delegates are. So that's where you go. That's what you have to do. They're certainly short on ideas. You didn't hear anything about, hey, this is what I could do for the country. We could make it better doing this or that. No, none of it. It was just attack each other. And you got to remember, this is, pardon me, this is for the president of the United States. Swallowed uh, some water down the wrong pipe there. <clears throat> this is to be president of the United States. I love the fact that when you're in the presence of Donald Trump and his surroundings, the symbols of the USA are everywhere. It's a very patriotic moment. You look at all six of those people on stage, and not counting the interrogators there, another three or four, so you got nine or ten people there, no, no feeling of patriotism at all. And we could be in Estonia right now instead of the U.S., and it would be the same feeling. A little bit off, but I found that this to be hysterical. Donna Brazil uh, tweeting out that Donald Trump is going to cheat. <laughs> In the election, the woman that gave Hillary Clinton yeah, the question, the she's going to accuse somebody of cheating. cheating. Well, you know what? Fox went the other way when they hired her. She's obviously a deep Democratic operative. She was in the pocket of Bill Clinton or whatever. They try and fit her in so that they can say we're, we're more fair and balanced. And she definitely tries to uh, be a little less edgy so that she's got a good gig on Fox. But she doesn't fit in on Fox at all. Uh, so it, it doesn't surprise me. Every once in a while, it seems like they can get through to her inner personality, and she's got a nice one. But she still, it's like you invite the spy in to have dinner with you. And that's exactly what they're doing. We'll take a break and return on News Radio 930 WBEN. Let us go to uh, Tim in Wheatfield. Tim, you're on WBEN. Good morning. Hello, Tim. Good morning, Cindy. Uh, yeah. What's on your mind? Did you see the debate? What are your thoughts on it? To it on the radio. And I think the winner was Tom Steyer, who wasn't even there. He was sitting back waiting for someone else to drop out so he can bring his millions or billions to the party. Yeah, how about that? Here's another guy with a lot of money didn't even get to the stage. So you think he, I, by not being part of that, he, was, uh, uh, he wasn't there, obviously. Uh, you think he actually gained more than if he were there? Probably the way that uh, Bloomberg took a beating. Yeah, Bloomberg did. And it was like, it was, you wanted to say no mas, no mas, because they had him up against the ropes and they were pummeling him and they were taking time. Uh, it looked like an old WWE match. They were taking turns. They come in the ring and another person and pummel him. He didn't have much of a defense either. I have a suggestion for uh, What's that? And for Chuck Schumer. Yeah. As we get him a sweatshirt and we silk screen a podium on the front of it. With their name on it. Okay. You make Bloomberg as tall as you want by where you put the podium. Yeah, now they had him on the end, and it's good because there's less emphasis on his height when he's at the end than if he would have been in the middle. Uh, so, yeah, he's, I, I don't know what his exact height is. Buzzy, look that up, would you? I he's think five foot four. He's five four? Wow. Okay, five four. Hey, thanks, Tim. Thank you very much. Five four is um, fairly. Short for a, a, a man. Yes. Well, and compare that to Trump, who is 6'3". 
Is Trump 6'3"? And Biden and Sanders are both six foot even. A lot of politicians are tall. Carrie's tall. Well, I'd say that that's one of the uh, keys to getting elected is you have to be tall. Uh, Well, I think uh, I've seen surveys uh, because I've always been tall. I was six feet in the seventh grade. Uh, But uh, I saw a survey that said that people uh, understand and uh, have more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, and I, I can't think of the exact word, but uh, they give more credit to people that are tall, and people that are shorter have to work harder to get it. Truth. That's why I uh, am five and zero in elections. Because you're tall. Because of my height, I always ran against people shorter than me during my student government years. Well, I've only held one elective office. I was treasurer of my high school class when I was a sophomore, and so I was uh, six feet then. And weighed 200 pounds. Yeah, I was treasurer in high school, a senator a few years in college, and treasurer in college as well. Oh, yeah? In That's high right. school, I was on the basketball team for four years. Oh, yeah? Well, in high school, I got, didn't make the basketball team when I went out for it in ninth grade. Oh, yeah? Well, I played f- varsity football all four years and, and college rugby. He, and he's a martial arts man. And I finished second in the United States in a kung fu tournament. Yeah, so there. Na-na-na-na-na-na. Oh, oh yeah? <laughs> I win. Tony wins martial arts. Uh, Trump's, if you pardon the expression, uh, a buzzy and myself. Let's go to uh, Kathy in South Buffalo. Kathy, you're on WBEN. Hi, how are you? I'm fine, Kathy. Thanks for calling. Um, it, it just, this guy is so strange. He was out on that debate stage. He looked like a freshman of 13 years old debating the captain of the football team, senior. Well said. That's very well said. That's how he would look, and that's uh, he left his $80 billion at home in the drawer, and he came without it, and it looked like he was overmatched. But he reminds me of uh, different movies. Of course, you don't know the person, but the different movies that have portrayed them. Napoleon, who thought he was going to rule the world, yep. was everything. Um, Nero, who fiddled while Rome, Rome was burning, sure. And, and now we got the North Korean guy who's like five foot two. Yep, uh, uh, Kim Jong Un. It's like they have have their whole life, or however long, have had everything they want, and now they want this. Well, the presidency isn't up for sale, and he cannot buy it. Yeah, well, he's trying to. Uh, I think that if they go to a broker convention no. and, and Buzzy, get, uh, not Buzzy, but uh, uh, he gets uh, 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 Bloomberg uh, kind of takes his place of Bernie, I think there's going to be big trouble. And and what happened to freedom of the press? He has all of his holdings, which is un, unimaginable to me, all of his power and holdings and money and I mean, how can another candidate stand up against that? Well, they were reporting yesterday he has 1,300 journalists that are in his employ. Now, they were uh, reporting, I don't know if it's true or not, but it was being reported that all 1,300 have been issued a warning not to write anything about him during the entire campaign. Now, uh, you might say, well, that's good. They're not going to write favorable things. But it also means they're not going to write anything unfavorable. And to me, once, once that memo went out, you've lost all your credibility. I mean, the presidency he wants to buy, and now he's taken away freedom of the press. 
Yeah, I mean, the, uh, you you want to start chipping away at the uh, Constitution? I don't think that works. It's a mini Hitler, Napoleon, all of these people. He's just quieter than they are. Well, we haven't killed. He hasn't killed anybody yet, but I understand what your analogy was. It's the same mentality. I'm me, and I can have anything I want. Yeah, I'll get it. You, you do get that feeling, and plus, uh, he overcompensates. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, because of his lack of uh, height. Uh, but the bottom line is he, he acted like he wasn't even there. He doesn't so much have a small body as I think he has a small mind. All right. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you very much. I'm sure if he's listening now, he's feeling really good about himself. But he, he can go and, and play with his $80 billion. Wouldn't you like to see that in cash? Yeah, especially in my bank account. Yeah, in in cash. On the way to the bank to deposit it in your account. I could go buy that Corsair I like. Maybe some of them will. Oh, you like Lincoln has a good line of vehicles out Beautiful. now. Good, good choice there. All right, when we come back, we want to talk to you. 803-0930-1-800-616-9236. Star 930. The debate. Winners, losers. Where we go from here on Beach and Company. has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back with Beach and Company, I'm Sandy Beach. Uh, one moment during the debate last night when Bloomberg uh, said to Bernie, you have three homes. He's talking about, you know, living frugally, right? You got three homes. And he said, well, first of all, I have a home. I work in Washington, so I need a home there. And, uh, and, and then I have a home in uh, New England, of course, uh, Vermont. And then I have a summer home. And he didn't say where it was, but people who have summer homes usually have them in New England, in especially in in the in that state. It's just beautiful there. But I'm thinking of summer homes. I came up with a great idea. If my dear friend John Summers, who you're aware of, a ch- former Channel Seven, works at WEC now, married Melissa Holmes, who's on Channel Two anchor in the morning, that would be a summer home. Stop. <laughs> 
that's why I drive a sports car. Because I, <laughs> I have the ability to make comedy out of dust. That's the way it is. Give me the give me the material, and I'll just I'll just whip up a joke while you wait. What Let's you see. Think? Never do that. You know what I've been thinking of doing? I've I've been thinking of doing it for a long time, and and I should just do it. But I I never get myself to just sit down and do it. I should I should write a stand up routine in about thirty minutes, and go and do it uh, locally because I I think. Uh, I think we could have a lot of fun with it, and uh, and it could be good. You contact Rob Lederman, do it at his place. That's what I was thinking I think it about. would be a blast. Lederman would probably let me up on the stage, uh, and uh, that would be fun. Be Buzzy fun. and I will bring uh, vegetables to throw, and uh, we'll come watch you. The best piece of work I have ever done was when I did uh, my 22 minutes at Fred Clustine. Uh, Fred Clustine, I'm all right. Fred Smurless. Fred Clustine never played nose guard. Fred Smurless. I did the Smurless roast. And it took me a month to write the 22 minutes, but it was dynamite material. And I could do that again. I it, blushed it listening to it. Wasn't it fun? Yes. Jim Kelly heard it uh, by other people telling him about it, too. One of the coolest things was talking to Fred about that and his memories of it. That was neat. Smurless looked up at me like he didn't know what was going on. And Fred was a mountain of a man, still is. And so I'm thinking, I hope he likes the material. I mean, who else comes up with back hair jokes? Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty tough. Now, are you ready, Mr. Beamer? Because we would like a couple of uh, Facebooks well, regarding the debate. Can I say something first about, you know, I, I'm always on Twitter and Facebook during the show. Yes, you are. What's going on. And now I hope you guys don't have an upset stomach. Oh, no. Because here's what's trending number four in the country right now. Is this right about now. the poll, Walter? No, no, this is about the debate. Okay, about the debate. This is the, the number four, four trend. trend right now. Okay. Hashtag President Elizabeth Warren. What? <laughs> what? Where did that come from? That is the number four trend in the country right now. What, does somebody land from another planet or something? <laughs> I can't imagine her as, can you imagine her as president? No, she has no, no chance. As I, I'm, I'm thinking presidentially. Uh, just the look of a president, like like a president would be depicted in a movie, for instance, okay? Or uh, West Wing, uh, like Martin Sheen, who plays the president Bartlett in West Wing, looks very much like a president. They did a really good job there. Okay, I got the list of people. All right, Bernie. I don't think Bernie looks like a president at all. Do you? Professor, maybe not president. No. How are you? That's yeah, Tony, perfect. Yeah. Professor. Uh, red, uh, red face. Okay. Uh, Bloomberg, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think he he looked like he could, but he, but he's a little. It's the version. shortness, no. Yeah, yeah, maybe not. Maybe maybe he's too short to be president. Uh, Biden, no, no. Crazy. Uh, Pete, no. no, too young. Uh, let's see, Amy, no. Elizabeth, absolutely no. Yeah, again, so professor. They don't have anybody. But then again, Donald Trump doesn't look like a president either, but he's turned out to be a good one. Warren looks like that teacher that you can't stand because she's always lecturing you. Warren looks like the my English teacher in eighth grade. <laughs> she really does. That my That's what my English teacher in eighth grade looked like. Short hair and kind of like a little yappy dog. You know, like Westminster was just done. Mm -hmm. A little uh, comfort lappy dog. She looks just like my senior year English teacher. And if anyone went to Amherst, uh, she's been there a very long time from what I hear. You know exactly who I'm talking about. She looks identical to Elizabeth Warren. 
I had a Latin teacher in, uh, and Don can back this up, Mrs. Uh, Darge, uh, who looked like she was 400 years old. <laughs> Absolutely. And Latin is not an easy thing to learn anyway, uh, but I got through four years of it. All right, give another one, please. Yes, yes. Sorry to bring that uh, that news to you guys. We'll go with Kim, who says, It seems everyone knew that they would gang up on Michael Bloomberg. Sure. Except for Bloomberg. He had no way to defend himself. I fear that if that's his real prep for a debate, it's going to be a short-lived birth for Michael Bloomberg. I almost expected a towel to come flying up from behind the camera. Uh, in a boxing match when uh, the manager sees that his his uh, fighter is taking too much of a beating, he throws a towel in and they stop the they stop it. I think it, that whole party another. needs to throw the towel in. It Realistically, looked, they don't have a chance. It, it looked it looked like he was uh, uh, captured uh, by foreign uh, agents and, and made to go to the uh, debate. He did not look like a player. He just looked like a, a bystander or something. He looked timid. He didn't look forceful. You expect a guy with his credentials to be chest puffed out, you know, a, a, a pep in his step. Nothing. It was just there, and uh, not not very uh, not very. Uh, I like I like his bankroll, but I I don't think he'd make a good president. Ben Shapiro, who I consider one of the brightest uh, talking heads out there, said the fact that Bernie Sanders right now is the front runner scares the living hell out of him. Yeah, uh, I don't think. Uh, remember who I said I'd like to see win that because the I think the easiest the president would have is against Sanders, uh, simply because. Uh, you know, uh, the the West and East Coast tend to dominate everything. Uh, however, there's a lot of people in between, and I don't think they're ready for socialism. You know? To me, the great thing is the subplot going on right now, and that is the because de- it's clear the Democratic Party does not want Bernie, and what they will do to take him out or uh, you know screw him over well, the, maybe the nomination. In, maybe in four years he can say he has four houses. Hey, maybe that's how he got the third one. All right, we'll take a break and return. We want to hear from you, 803-0930, 1-800-616-9236, and star 930. You can also go to our text line, which is 30930. That comes up on the big giant text screen in front of me. Uh, or you can go to Buzzy's department, and that is Facebook. Back after this. Our friend Fred is on the line from New Mexico. Fred, you're on WBEN. Uh, good morning. Hi, did you check out that, uh, that debate, Fred? No, I didn't. I I called because I'm uh, disturbed at some of the things you said about short people. Well, I didn't say anything disparaging. I just uh, mentioned that short uh, some famous short people. Four years. <laughs> so there are things that small people can do. Oh, I'm sure. Tell them, Fred. Tell them. Come on, Fred. Lay it on me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as far as Bloomberg's concerned, I... Be- because of the comments he's made over the years, I wouldn't uh, vote for him in any way. You know what? He ended up apologizing for everything. This is his whole life that he had to apologize for. Something, something tells me either stand up for what you are, what you were, and what you are, or you're not going to be taken seriously. That's right, and he's. Uh, well, I haven't heard him say anything uh, to. Uh, you know, um, 
to say, well, uh, you know, I've made mis- a lot. Well, apparently he has, uh, he has some, uh, some problems with uh, treatment of women in some of his organizations. Uh, he uh, was not uh, against redlining, which means that banks uh, cut out certain areas and won't make loans to them, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, he's got a lot of things like that, says that if you're a farmer, uh, you don't have much gray matter, same as if you work in a factory. I mean, if you put them all together, he's insulted the whole American population. That's right. Uh, I know a lot of farmers, and I've known them all my life. Hard-working, good people. Asses off. They do. They work all the time. And, you know, like if you're a dairy farmer, those cows have to get milked uh, I, uh, twice a day, and and you just uh, can't take off any time you want and say, well, I'll skip work today because the cows don't know that the cows have to be milked, and, and these people work hard and they get up early and go to bed late. <laughs> Darn right. <laughs> and uh, you know the farmers work hard, but Buzzy prefers the farmers' daughters. Uh, they have different hours. Oh, they do. Sure, they do, Fred. I can vouch for that. All right. Well, good to talk to you, my friend. Thank you for calling. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Bye-bye. I'm glad he gave you the business on short people. Yeah. I'm not against short people. I know uh, I know people that are short. Yeah, like me. <laughs> You're not that short. How tall are you? 5'5". Five, 5'5". Five. Five, five? So I'm uh, a little bit taller than Bloomberg. About, we were talking about John Summers. Uh, he's an average size. You're about 5'5", five, five, I think. Yeah, something like that. And you can be brilliant. And you can be a leader well, thank and you. everything else. I didn't say you were. Oh, oh, I oh, said oh. you could be. Oh, I could See? be. If I try? Yeah, so uh, the advantage of being tall is that people give you credit for stuff you can't do. See, that's the advantage. <laughs> when you're shorter, you have to prove yourself all the time. But when, you, when you're taller, you don't have to. I like that. Although I'm getting to the point now, I think I'm going in reverse and shrinking. So that is, I think my last doctor's appointment was like, shrink? wait a minute, I thought I was taller than that. Yeah, I think that the uh, tapes are out of out of sync. I demand that uh, they they bring in the standards of weights and measures and check all the doctor's tapes. And, and all, the scales are way and off. And the scales. Yeah. You know what I don't like? Cause I see a lot of doctors. Right now I see about seven doctors, okay, on various things regarding my back and whatever. Uh, but when they have you, no matter if you were there yesterday and you come back today, you got to step on the scale. All right. Now, here's the question I have for both of you. Do you take your shoes off when you step on the scale? They don't have you take your shoes off, but your shoes weigh a lot. I take everything off. You, you, Joe gets naked. You get naked? <laughs> I get, you get weighed? I insist to be down to my boxers because oh. I want a real number. Oh, you okay. Well, I don't blame you for wanting that. Yeah. That, that's true. Uh, but, yeah, you get on the scale. Some of them... The scale part where you stand on is very small, and I have a 14 shoe, and uh, and you put them side by side, it goes over the both sides of the of the platform. You got to be careful you don't fall off the scale. Right now, I'm going to see Doctor Sobe, my ear, nose, and throat doctor. He's the one doing the procedure next week. But I go into his office uh, two weeks ago to set this up, and I swear that scale's like the size of a truck scale. You can just pull right up, boop boop. And you know what I hate too? The scales that have the the weight on them. Now you start off on the, the left bars. hand side. The further they push that weight to the right, the more expense, uh, the 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 higher your number is going to be. So I make a deal with whoever brought me there. It's usually a nurse or a nurse practitioner, 
and I say, don't tell me. Even though it's, it's in kilometers or whatever it is, I don't want to know. Is I do not want so they don't tell me. Uh, and they just write it down. Back in the day when we used to put the kids on the scale before each football game, uh, and we had those type of scales, boy, you see coaches were really good with moving those weights just, just a tiny right. bit. Make sure people uh, get on the team. Let's go to Gary in Williamsville. Gary, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy and Tony. Always good to talk to you, Gary. What do you have for us today? I find it interesting that after every debate, the Democratic, some Democratic operative declares a different winner. It's a different one each time. They want a brokered convention. They want the chaos that they're going through. And they should really be honest on the next debate, put out an empty podium for she who will not be named. (laughs) If she who will not be named said or did anything that any of these Twinkies did, the media and the Democrats would go, oh, no, you can't talk about that. Yeah, these uh, sometimes the Democrats just amaze me. Uh, they do things that defy logic. Uh, and last night uh, it was like a, a feeding frenzy. Like ch- the chum in the water was uh, Bloomberg. And they all gathered around until they devoured him. And they, they, they ganged up like, if we can split the presidency six ways, it'll be us against him. Uh, because they know that he presents the most formidable challenge going forward. Everybody in the country knows what's going to happen. They're going to go to the convention. They're going to bring Hillary Clinton out on a dolly. They're going to unwrap her and stand her up there. And the rest of them are going to bow down and walk away, and that's going to be it. Hillary Clinton unwrapped. Now, there's a visual, Gary, I wish you hadn't brought up. (laughs) Oh, man, cover my eyes Thank you, Gary, for ruining our lunch. We appreciate it. Goodbye. (laughs) Unwrapping. Who wants to do that? Could we have a volunteer in the audience? Who wants to unwrap Hillary Clinton? I'd rather stick my hands in boiling water. I think she became unwrapped after the results of the last election. We can't put her up there again. Definitely unhinged. Yeah. Well, Jack Daniels could sponsor the uh, the tour. (laughs) Bottle of Jack and Hillary and America's uh, moving forward. Her theme song, one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer. See how we bring the Kingston Trio in? They could do scotch and soda just for her, (laughs) except the last member died. Aww. Uh, Just couple weeks ago. I didn't know that. Yes, I know that. You know why? Because I read the obituaries. Don't you read the obituaries? I actually don't. I do. I I know I should. Make sure I'm not in there. (laughs) As long as I can get to the next page, I feel I'm pretty good. If you're reading this, you're not in here. Please, leave the the building at once. Cancel your subscription. (laughs) All right. We do want to hear from you. 803-0930-1800. 6169236 and star 930 some of these texts i can't figure out they there's a they give positioning i'd rather go to oh no i can't do that oh my god really why did i start with that one no 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 i can't do that one i can't do that one but if you send me a dollar i'll send it to you i'm kidding i'm kidding it's a joke it's a joke i'm like bloomberg maybe she didn't get my joke I will uh, take a break and return on News Radio 930. This is WBEN.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.